As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of your next favorite movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today, I am joined by Erica Wilson. Hello. <laughs> so, I am doing just fine. How about yourself? Not bad. <laughs> so, Erica has a gardening YouTube channel, and I'm not going to introduce it because I'm going to butcher the name, so I'm going to let her tell you the name of it. Go so ahead. It's, it's called, it's French, so it's called Mon Jardin au Quan. And it is, it means my garden on the corner. So you can just say my garden on the corner. My garden on the See, if I'd known that, I, I would have been able to pronounce that one. But yeah. there's no way in the world I'm going to get that French pronunciation right. So it's okay. I probably don't even get it right anyway either. So <laughs> well, tell everybody a little bit about that. Yeah. So I started, I bought my house in uh, 2019. And uh, we were living in apartments before then, so didn't have too much opportunity to have space to garden. And so once I bought the house, I just kind of like, you know, went crazy. And I started an Instagram page, I think like last May. And then I decided to go ahead and start doing uh, YouTube videos, just kind of showing my adventures of what I do every day uh, or not every day, but <laughs> most of the time in the garden and things that I'm trying out. And, you know, also to maybe hope uh, maybe help some people avoid making the same mistakes that I do, you know, so it's fun. Okay. So you mentioned you didn't have the room before, but was this like some a patch of years growing up? Like, did you do it with your mom or something or how did you uh, get into it? No, I didn't really do too much with my mom, maybe a little bit like little tomatoes and pots or something like that, or strawberries. Uh, my granny had lived in town and she, uh, of the town that I grew up in and she had a little, uh, tomato patch that had peppers and things like that. So we'd go over there and it was always pretty interesting, but just, yeah, through the years I decided, I'm like, I really want to grow my own food or at least some of it, you know, and, and just the idea of being able to share that with people as well, because, you know, the last couple of years I've had loads and loads of tomatoes and peppers and okra, and I'm able to give that to my friends and family and they can have a nice little treat and everything. So, well, oh, very nice. Cool. All right. So say that name one more time. Like, it, <laughs> How do you look it up? Uh, Monjardin Oquan. So it's spelled M-O-N-J-A-R-D-I-N. A-U-C-O-I-N. Yeah, so I definitely would have pronounced that coin. <laughs> and you can find it on YouTube, my Instagram posts, Twitter, and uh, I just started a TikTok page or TikTok and account. All of those are under that name? Yep, all of them are under that name. And you can email me also at gmail.com, that with gmail.com. So okay. yeah, okay. everything's the same. Luckily, nobody took it. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. So you took me back with this and i forgot to look up what year is this by 86 is that sound 1986 right? yes okay and that, that's off memory because i forgot to look yeah. look up the date i, this, I was this... eight years old to put a little perspective on that so <laughs> oh, okay okay i honestly i don't i hadn't seen this movie since the 90s when i watched yeah. i rewatched it and i was like i kind of regret not watching it more like this movie's so much fun but yes we're going to get into jim henson's labyrinth 
Jim Henson, creator of the Muppets, and George Lucas, creator of Star Wars, take you on a dazzling adventure. There's nothing to be afraid of. Turn back, Sarah, before it's too late. She must be stopped. PG. All right, so you were eight, so you probably did you see this right away, like in theaters, or so I actually did not get to see it in the theater. I, I'm not sure why why I didn't. Maybe there, there's no telling, but you know we didn't go to the movies that often, but we did do it here and there. But how I got to know of it is my cousins had cable. I didn't have cable, but they did, and um, I would go over there and. They had it taped, recorded it from HBO or something like that. And so I would always, I want to watch that. But they always wanted to watch Mad Max. I I grew up with all boys, by the way. I'm in the middle of two boys, all boy cousins. So they were always like, no, we we don't want to watch Stupid Labyrinth. Like, (laughs) and so my uncle, it was it was great because he would be like, okay, I'm I'm the deciding factor, and he would put both of the movies behind his back. And we'd have to choose and he would always choose Labyrinth for me. So <laughs> I think he felt bad for me. It's like, okay, you can watch your movie. It's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, but oh, I loved it so much. Okay. So for anyone that may not have seen it, tell everybody a little bit of what Labyrinth is all about. Yeah. So it has Jennifer Connelly. So a lot of people know of her now. And of course it has David Bowie and it's Jim Henson. So, you know, it's going to have lots of puppeteering and, you know, a variety of those kinds of things, but it also had some um, visual sort of like computer generated. It was sort of at the beginning of that, you know, they pioneered that a little bit, but um, it's about a a girl that she's supposed to be 16. And I thought Jennifer Connelly was 16 whenever she made that, but it turns out she was actually 14 when she made it. And David Bowie was in his 40s. So, but uh <laughs> But it's about a little girl that a girl that she, you know, likes to read and she's into a lot of like fantasy type stuff. And um, she still does like, you know, playing kind of, I don't know, she recites the this book that she's reading. That's how it kind of starts out. But um, to me, it's like she's she's on the cusp of growing up, but she doesn't really want to. She wants to kind of hold on to some of her childhood memories, but she's you know, kind of being forced to, to grow up, um, because her stepmom and her dad are like, kind of like wanting her to do that. Um, but I think it's kind of like her going into a dreamland and then, you know, kind of battling with that and finding out that things just happen the way they do and she can't help it, but grow up, you know? So I don't know. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Maybe, maybe other people have different, uh, thoughts on it, but <laughs> I don't know. So I guess, like you said, from young age, seeing it, you're, it would pick it for you. So how, how early did you realize this was one of your favorite movies? Oh, I think probably right away, just because yeah. I would always like, please, if, if, I, if we're going to my cousin's house, can I please watch this movie? Or maybe even <laughs> maybe it was even a deciding factor of wanting to go to my cousin's house, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> they've got Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> so what are... Uh, some of the reasons you keep coming back to this that you keep choosing labyrinth part of it is the spectacle of the puppetry and i just think that's so amazing that you know a lot of times it's people back there they're 
I think the whole movie is people controlling that and stuff like that. You know, you're going to a time when they didn't have CGI stuff and they did this painstakingly by hand. Uh, And in that Hoggle, he has, it's like a a smaller person and she has like a mask on, but, and so like they had electronic kind of like at a remote where they were able to do that, which was cool. Um, the other part is David Bowie. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's great. So you gotta, you gotta appreciate uh, him and his music. And I mean, he was a great actor too, you know, so, but, and Jennifer Connelly's cool, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> she's there. She's, she's all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And going into a dreamland like that, I, I like things with time travel. And I think that this kind of falls under, under that uh, umbrella of being somewhat of a time travel m- film, but yeah, the characters are fun. Okay. So that, that, well, you know, that makes me want to ask you this because, and I don't know that I've ever seen this one, but they always kind of go hand in hand. Do you like the dark crystal as well? I do like the dark crystal. It's been, it's been ages since I've seen it, but uh, I was, Actually, to prepare for this, I was trying to, I wanted to watch some stuff, uh, some extra scenes on the labyrinth and um, the gentleman, uh, I think his last name was Froud or something, but he was like the visual concepts guy for this. So he designed the costumes, the characters and things like that, you know, helped with the sets and everything. He was talking about, he had worked on the Dark Crystal with Jim Henson uh, before that. And there was a lot of a lot into it. And he said that he's like, no, I'm done. I'm never doing any of that again. But then <laughs> Jim Hansen <laughs> was like, uh, how about, uh, we do this movie. I have, I have some ideas and he's like, okay, yeah, sure. So, um, but so it does, it's kind of like the dark crystal, but with a little bit more sort of like lighter, like comedy and the music and stuff like that. It's not, not so dark and, um, quiet, you know, <laughs> Okay. So maybe I need to go revisit that. Oh, well, I don't know that I've ever seen it, so I shouldn't say revisit because I'm not positive I've seen The Dark Crystal. Yeah. All right, but keep, keeping on track with Labyrinth, let's say you had gotten a sequel, whether you did it right back in the 80s with everyone or you did one further into now, whichever way you want to take it. Okay. What would you like to see? Could I go before The Labyrinth? <laughs> like do a prequel? A prequel? Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe, or maybe a prequel that would lead to like after she basically says, you know, well, spoiler alert, you have no power over me to him. <laughs> I'd, li- I'd like to go and see Jer- uh, Gareth's, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting his name? Jareth. Goblin King. <laughs> Jareth's, <laughs> like, his upbringing like what is his dad like there's got to be like a goblin because he's the goblin king so surely he fell into the you know it's like the bloodline so (laughs) so i was like meet his parents find out like how did like why why is he in the position that he is now you know and maybe even them building the labyrinth and you know see that and then and then kind of fast forward you know there'll be like little bits of what happened and then go into the future and show, you know, what he's up to now and that kind of thing, maybe. Okay, all right. And I need a little backstory, you know. Right, backstory on Jareth the Goblin King. And yes, I'm glad you brought him up specifically because I got to tell you, watching this, every time I'd hear that Jareth the Goblin King, I just couldn't help but wonder if Tim Burton stole that with Jack the Pumpkin King because I, I just keep thinking this, like, you know. <laughs> I mean, you, you could see where you could see that Tim Burton could be heavily influenced by that. You know, it, it, it's certainly possible. 
but please don't remake it, Tim Burton. We don't, we don't want, <laughs> nobody can replace David Bowie. Oh, well. We don't want read, that. We don't we want don't, that. We don't, but you led me so perfectly to our next part where we do get to talk about the dreaded remake. And if they were to do it, who you would put in some of these roles, whether Tim Burton is directing or not. <laughs> I don't think, yeah. I don't know. I don't think that should ever happen. There, there are some movies that just cannot be touched, you know, some characters that cannot be touched. And I, I really truly think that that could not, that would just be, it would kill it for me. I would cry <laughs> and maybe set up a petition. Don't let this happen. Oh, no. <laughs> would you sign it? Cause I need somebody to sign this and to get it going. <laughs> yeah, I, I would sign it. I would sign it actually. <laughs> Yeah, outside that to be behind that okay no remake on labyrinth not happening what about what about like they did the dark crystal they brought it back for a netflix series i didn't watch it but because i haven't, I haven't it. seen it so i'm not sure is uh is henson's son involved in that or anything like I, that do you know honestly i don't know i remember hearing about it but because i don't have the connection with dark crystal it's not like i went and watched it so i don't know much about it I'll have to look that up. Uh, I did see they rebooted uh, Fraggle Rock. Uh, I haven't been able to I haven't seen that watch either. that quite yet, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. There's <laughs> <laughs> so much to watch, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. So here's what I want you to do then. I want you to give a final pitch to those people who maybe haven't watched Labyrinth on why they should take a chance and watch this movie. <laughs> Features a, a lot of 80s puppetry. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hmm. Okay. Don't watch the trailer first because you'll probably be freaked out because <laughs> some of it does seem a little odd. Uh, if you're watching it for the first time as an adult, I will say it's kind of like watching <laughs> Star Wars as an adult. You're like, some people don't appreciate it uh, if you watch it for the first time. Just keep an open mind and yeah, maybe it'll transport you back to maybe when you're a child, you're younger and you want to hold on to certain things uh, from your youth and, you know, not grow up, I guess, a little bit, <laughs> not adult so much anymore. So, but yeah, it's Jim Hansen. You can't go wrong. Lots of fun music from the 80s. So. And a great David Bowie performance. Yeah, it's for sure. I've ever seen he comes on. Yeah, he has a certain presence about him for sure. Yeah, can't, can't deny that one. <laughs> All right, Eric, I think that's going to wrap this up. Tell everyone once again where they can find you, okay, YouTube, yeah. all the social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, if you go to Instagram uh, to Monjardin Oquan, M-O-N-J-A-R-D-I-N-A-U-C-O-I-N, uh, there's a link to my YouTube channel, but you can also find me on YouTube and that'll also have, uh, all the information as far as finding me on TikTok and, uh, emailing me if you have any questions on gardening or anything like that. And so, or you just want to say hi, say hi. <laughs> say hello. I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Subscribe, hit the bell, yes. do all that. Subscribe, good stuff like to. comment. <laughs> I love comments and I love replying back to everybody who watched It's, it's great. All right. Sounds good. And as always, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at YNF Movie Pod. Easiest thing to do is just go to the link tr.ee slash YNF Movie Pod. It's got Twitter, Instagram, all the podcast platforms, YouTube channel, my letterbox so you can see what I'm watching that's maybe not on the show. And we'll be back next week 
I'm not sure what's coming up next week, so I can't say what that'll be. But until then, you guys take care, and I'll talk to you next time.